Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Medicine Walk with Dr. Eileen, and welcome to those who are listening in on Blog Talk Radio. I'm still working on getting quite the thing sort of lined up between the starting on either Blog Talk, so there's just like a little space of nothing right before I go into the introduction for YouTube. So since we're doing them both at the same time, we'll figure it out. So, hello, everyone. Um, it is just one of those weeks where it's just like, you know, they say it's either feast or famine or that, um, you know, it was either, was it, when it rains, it pours. So this has been kind of one of those weeks. And it's okay because we all have kind of some of those weeks. And some of those weeks turn into months, and if you're in one of those weeks that turns into months, I'm sorry. And I wish you the best, and I hope everything works out. So, particular walk, this particular journey, or part of our journey, I'm calling Reciprocity Rules. And there's a thing called the Law of Reciprocity, and the Law of Reciprocity uh in real general terms, means that what is given is what is in turn received, that there's a mutual relationship between what we give and what we get, you know, with regards to another person, and that those two ultimately balance out. And it's phrased in a lot of different ways. Uh, Some would phrase it, uh, as you give, so shall you receive. And then there's the law of karma, that, you know, what you put out is what you get back. And so I really felt that this was kind of a big thing, you know, for this week. As always, you know, the Internet is alive with opinions and and people are, are really, you know, expressing themselves in a lot of different ways. And that expression, I think, is tremendously healthy when it creates an opportunity for us to learn about each other, when it creates an opportunity for us to exchange ideas in a really healthy way. And as I always say, everything has both light and shadow. And the shadow aspect of it is that place of just feeling that it's an opportunity to just rip into somebody. And while, yeah, you know, you can, everybody's, you know, free to do that. Is that the most popular or most positive thing that can be a part of that exchange? And when we think about, or when I think about how I would like to be treated and how I would like to be respected, and that is in spite of what I believe. If I believe something that is totally different from what you believe and you know, maybe you feel I need to hear about it. Great. No problem. I would be happy to hear from anybody who has an opinion different from mine because that's how I learn. That's how I, is, I consider that I grow as a person when I can hear what somebody has to say that may be a perspective that I hadn't considered. And when it's presented that way as a way of, of of an exchange of ideas, then that's awesome. 
if it's just a, a blind attack on you're wrong and you're an idiot and you're, you know, and all of that stuff, it, it, that's no longer positive. That's no longer an exchange of ideas. And I really don't have a whole lot of time for that. And I wouldn't expect anybody else to have time for that, you know, if that was something that they didn't want in their lives. So reciprocity is that balancing of giving and receiving where both benefit, where both are able to grow from it. And, yes, this even applies when we're looking in a mirror because what we give to ourselves, you know, really becomes that sense of what we can get and how we're enriched by it. When we give ourselves time, when, you know, maybe you take some time out for yourself to give to yourself, then that allows you to have the energy to give to others. Somebody uh, told me not too long ago that they have sort of a policy that if a relationship takes more from them than what it gives, then they reconsider that relationship. And while, yes, you know, that that can have a lot of leeway, I, I wouldn't consider that a hard and fast rule because there are always times when we need to sometimes give more than we receive. Maybe we're a caregiver and, you know, that person has a lot that they need from us. And I remember when I was taking care of my mom and my sister as, you know, they were suffering from cancer. Yeah, there were a lot of things that they needed from me and there was very little that they could give. And that didn't matter to me. I was getting time with them. I was getting the opportunity to be able to get that extra tiny little little bit of relationship that I could use to be a part of the memories once they were gone. So, yeah, sometimes there are, you know, you just give. In the type of work that I do, I spend a lot of time working with people and being with people and visiting people and counseling people, you know, and as a doctor, I'm treating people. And that's what I chose to do. That's what I am enriched by. I am so lucky to have a job that is the type of work I've always wanted, both in the the practical, you know, in, in doing the doctor stuff, and also in the spiritual and in the the energetic work that I do. So I'm really, really lucky to be able to do something I love and I still need a break sometimes. There are times when I still need to be able to step back and say, wow, you know, I, I think that I could use some downtime. You know, maybe, you know, go home and play my video games or watch old movies, which I totally love watching old movies. Or just sitting and listening to the river outside of my cabin. Things are important to me too. And I know that those are things that, Sometimes I have to weigh, and we all are in situations sometimes where we have to weigh how much we give with how much we receive. In a perfect universe, those would be absolutely equal. And while we live in a perfect universe, it is not without its challenges. 
if you consider that everything is perfect because it is as it's meant to be, then, yeah, we can have a perfect universe, and sometimes it just really sort of sucks. It's not always fun. Like my saying, life is fun until it isn't, and it sucks until it doesn't. And no matter how fun it is, at some point it's going to suck. And no matter how much it sucks, at some point it's going to be fun again. We just have to ride it out. And when we consider that, you know, there's always stuff that's going to be happening that's going to kind of interfere with things and and be a little bit weird, a little bit disturbing or disruptive. Right now, I don't know if you guys are being picked up, but they're in the process of replacing the roof of the building that my office is in. And so, yeah, it, it's going to be clunking and thunking and, and these guys up there. And honestly, I, I am so appreciative because if we can manage to go through a winter and not have it leak, that would be great. And, you know, they're up there now. And I know they're out there and they're in the hot sun and, you know, they're doing their best to be courteous of us as, as the people inside the offices. So, yeah, can I deal with a little bit of, you know, bumping and a little bit of hammering noise? Yeah, not a problem. And I could always complain about it, and complaining about it is not going to make it any better. They still need to do it. So I can accept that right now, you know, I have to give a little more patience because I know what I'm getting. I may not be getting in that moment, but what I gain is what I gain long term. So the reciprocity isn't time-dependent. It may be that, you know, like I said, when I was taking care of my mom and my sister, that was a lot. And I was going to school at the same time, and it, it got hard sometimes. And I knew that while I wasn't receiving in that moment, that I would receive. Because after they were gone, I could look back on the time that I spent with them and the last jokes that we told, and the last smiles, and the last opportunity to hold hands and let each other know how much we meant to each other. And knowing that they're only physically going to be gone from me. And I still would see them every day. And to let them know how much I love them. So the idea that I have that... I have those memories. Yeah, at the time, it wasn't a matter of me receiving, but I received later. And that's the important thing to remember about reciprocity. Sometimes, you know, and in a way, it's sort of like paying it forward. When we have an opportunity to do something for someone, to make their walk in this world a little bit easier, to, you know, maybe give them a leg up when they need it, that ends up being done for us at some point. And at the same time, I find that if I am impatient or, or, or whatever, if I'm not feeling my most compassionate, I find the world to be a little bit less compassionate to me. Now, does that mean that we go out and we do nice things and nothing but nice things happen to us? Pray not. It doesn't work that way. I really wish it did, but it doesn't. Sometimes it can seem that what we put in is not appreciated. 
sometimes it seems that what we what we invest really doesn't you know come back to us. Wow, you know, I was really nice to somebody, and then you know they turned around and did something very inconsiderate. Yeah, you know it when um. When I'm driving on the mountain, you know, and I drive up a windy road in the mountain, and it's considered polite that if uh, somebody is following you and, you know, they obviously have some place to be, that, and especially if it's a couple of cars, that you pull off at a turnout and let them pass. And when you pass somebody who has been nice enough to turn off and let you pass them, then you blink your hazard lights. You know, just a couple of blinks to say, hey, thank you, I appreciate it. And if somebody, you know, pulls over and someone goes past and they don't blink their lights, it's like, hey, you know, I, I was really nice to you. And while that's a little subtle thing, you know, you never know what somebody is feeling. Maybe they need that little bit of, of a, wow, thanks for, for being nice. Thanks for your courtesy. Just because we're nice does not mean that anybody is necessarily going to be nice back. But we're nice anyway. It has nothing to do with who you're dealing with. It has to do with who you are. And it's going to be sometimes where you're not given the appreciation. You know, maybe you go and, you know, and you help take care of someone and you don't really feel appreciated. And if you're going through that, I'm sorry. I really am. I know what it feels like. And I understand that it can be really tough when you put yourself out there and you feel like you're not getting anything back. And for those of you who are going through that, you know, be comforted in the fact that you know you did the right thing. You know that what you did was because it was what you felt was the right thing to do and the right way to be. We're not always going to get gratitude. And it's okay. Because if we focus on doing things because we think that we're going to get something back, that can be kind of a disruptive life because you end up being disappointed a lot. When we put ourselves out for someone, when we, even if it, you know, when, because the guy came in, he does the roof, he's doing the roofing, and he said, you know, we're going to be doing this for a few weeks, I just wanted to let you know, and, you know, gave me his business card, he said, look, if there's a problem, call my cell phone, and, and we can deal with it, and, you know, just giving that courtesy of saying, well, I'm going to be disrupting your life, and I understand it, and I'm sorry, and we will do this in the best way we can, so, that I consider, you know, a, a, a really nice offering, a really nice gesture. And in alignment with reciprocity, I told him, you know what, I understand. I so appreciate what you guys are doing. Um, honestly, we can work around this. I can schedule around it. And if you guys need to use the restroom, if you need to use water, we'll leave the back door open so you guys can come in and get out of the sun. So the exchange between us, he showed me respect and, and consideration and acknowledged that I was going to be inconvenienced and apologized for it in advance. 
I let him know that I appreciated what he was doing, that his work was important and valuable, and that, you know, I understood that there might be a little inconvenience, but it was definitely minimal compared to the benefit that we would receive. Even an exchange like that can help two people to connect up in a way. And and so we, we were talking and, you know, it became like, hey, you know, you're a cool guy and, you know, not a problem. So it was about creating a, a relationship that, yes, it will last as long as the roof needs to be fixed. And yet it's something that we can both be comfortable with that allows both of us to be able to do what we need to do, feeling that, yes, you know, this other person is going to listen if I have an issue. So it, it really is. It can be as simple and small as just saying, yeah, you know, acknowledging someone. And it can be as big as, you know, doing a major favor for somebody, helping them out, being a caregiver, going and visiting someone that is sick in a hospital. Or, you know, sitting with someone when they're going through a really tough time and they call you and you answer. So all of those things are part of reciprocity. Reciprocity helps us all live together better. It helps us all to communicate better. It helps us all to be able to say, I may not agree with you, but I respect you and I respect your right to hold the beliefs that you do. And it's through that that we can, you know, we can sort of make all our trips, you know, on this giant rock floating through the universe. We can all travel a little bit more gently. We can all be present for one another. We can all be able to say, you know what, I can respect my And maybe if we can get a few more people to do that, and honestly, I believe there are more people who do than don't. I mean, the ones who don't are the ones who make the news. But honestly, in my heart, I believe there are more people who are open to hearing what someone else has to say and to be able to say, you know what, that doesn't resonate with me, but if you like it, I love it for you. And we can just keep it at that. The phrase agree to disagree, I think, is really wonderful. It allows us to be able to say, you know what, I I have my way and you've got your way. And like I said, we can even do reciprocity with ourselves. We can appreciate ourselves enough to nurture ourselves, to reach out for help when we need it, to say, you know what, I'm going to take care of me today. And I know maybe somebody else needs me, but... Right now, I need to take care of me so I can go take care of that person. It's an amazing way to maintain balance. And anybody who has met me knows that balance is what I'm all about. My work as a chiropractor is about restoring balance into the body. My work as a minister or as a reverend is about restoring balance in the spirit. And the energetic work and more indigenous work that I do is about restoring balance into the energetic field. So allow yourself to consider 
Where is reciprocity in your life? How much are you giving versus how much you're receiving? And if there's something that has an imbalance, is it a case where it's like, well, I'm a caregiver, I need to do this for now, and then the scales will rebalance later? But if something is really taking that much energy from you, it doesn't mean you have to cut it out of your life. It just means that maybe you should take a look at it and see if you can bring the the law of reciprocity or the rule of reciprocity a little bit more balanced into it. What is it that feels out of balance and how can you bring balance back in? And maybe you can be able to find yourself a lot more relaxed, can create that sense of reciprocity within yourself. In Reiki, which is an energetic healing tradition that I'm I'm trained in and that I do training in, one of the rules for it, there's, there's, you know, a lot of different ways to do it, but one of the rules that is encouraged is that you always receive something for what you give that the energy, it's an exchange of energy. So whether that means a payment, whether that means a barter of services, you know, whatever it means, that there is that direct exchange of one to another. And I think that's a very healthy way to be able to do what you do. It means that you're not just draining yourself and that you have people in your life who support that. People in your life who say, hey, you know, I'm there for you as much as you're there for me. And you can trade off. It's really very cool to be able to have something like reciprocity as a part of your life because then the energy is continuous. And like I said, if something feels off balance, take a look at it. If if it's a relationship, maybe it's your work, maybe it's, it's, well, whatever. Maybe your spiritual practice. Maybe you're not quite getting from it what you want. So take a look at it. What is it that's missing and how can the balance be restored? So whatever it is that you want to do, have it be balanced. Have what you give be balanced to what you receive. And while, again, anybody who knows me knows that that's probably one of the most challenging places in my life, is finding balance in that. And I will tell you that that's a struggle for me because a lot of my instinct is to give. And so I spent most of my life thinking that what I receive is optional. Receiving is not an option. It's a requirement. It's mandatory. What we give is balanced in what we receive. It works in dealing with conflict. You know, if you know, there's a saying, fight fire with fire. Well, a lot of times, if you fight fire with fire, all it means is that everybody gets burned. And I don't think that that's a positive way. I don't think that that's ultimately what serves either one of you. You know, if somebody, you know, comes at you with, with aggression or with, with, you know, discourtesy, You don't have to meet them with that. You can go, you know what? I I appreciate that you feel very strongly about this, and I don't feel that way. 
and it doesn't resonate with me, and I'm going to go be somewhere else right now because I don't choose to continue this conversation. I had a conversation with someone, and they kept wanting to assert their viewpoint, and I said, that does not resonate with me. I will not have this conversation. And, you know, I, I had to lock up the building so I couldn't just leave. So, you know, well, well, it's like, I, that doesn't resonate with me. I will not have this conversation with you. Not in this way. So, yeah. You know, after a couple of tries, the person just kind of harumphed and walked away, very unsatisfied. But there was really nothing they had to say in the way that they were saying it that I wanted to hear. Therefore, it wasn't reciprocity. It was an attempt to, you know, suppress my empowerment and to keep me from feeling, you know, that I was in an exchange of ideas. Once the exchange of ideas stopped and it became, a, you know, like a monologue, no, I, I, I didn't have time for that. I didn't have interest in that. And ultimately, she walked away because I did not allow it to interfere with me. So you have every right to decide what resonates with you. You can exchange ideas, and if those ideas are being exchanged in a way that doesn't resonate with you, say, I'm sorry, that does not resonate with me, and I will not have this discussion, not in this way. The cool part is, for the most part, people like to have discussions. People like to interact, and that's healthy. And people, you know, I think that there is a fundamental thing. If somebody says, oh, my gosh, that's such a great top, you know, it's like, okay, I really want to find something to say nice about them. <laughs> so, you know, you find something to say, you know, have a great day. You too. That's reciprocity. And it's a beautiful aspect of humanity. And go out and enjoy some reciprocity. Because what it's going to do is it enhances both. Both are made more. It's mutually beneficial. And if there's a place where the reciprocity isn't balanced, take a look and see what you need to do to bring it into balance. So, for joining me. And if you would like, and if you enjoyed this program, and if you enjoy the other episodes, please watch them. Or for those on Blog Talk Radio, listen in. And you can always go to YouTubers. You can go to Blog Talk Radio and hear some of my programs. And Blog Talk Radio, you guys can come over and, um, you know, experience the YouTube episode. You can like the episode, comment. I love reading the comments, and, and I do respond to them. Share it if you feel that it could be of value to somebody. And especially subscribe. It's always cool to see the community grow. And I was once told, never be embarrassed by humble beginnings. And these are the humble beginnings of something really cool. And I welcome what everybody has to say about it. So please uh, feel free to connect with me. You can reach me through Twitter. And the links for the Twitter and my Facebook page are in the description. So you can go there. You can join our Facebook community and walk with Dr. Eileen. And you can also, if you feel inclined, uh, go to patreon.com. I think that's also in the description. 
and become a sponsor. And it could be one or two dollars a month or more if you'd like. And this is so that I can, one, get really cool cameras and better equipment. And to be able to really take this this channel, you know, where I'd like it to be. So thank you. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for listening on Blog Talk. Thank you for being present with me here on YouTube. And I really appreciate you. I appreciate each and every one of you. And I wish you the absolute best balanced life and a wonderful inflow of joy and energy and and good stuff that is equal to what you give. So thank you for joining me. And as always, I wish you balance and I wish you blessings from my heart to yours. Love you. Bye-bye.